we decided to just go ahead and record as normal on Friday because there's this thing out there that I'm sure a lot of you are aware of is the rise of Skywalker that movie's out and here on Mando Talk we did a preview for that movie where we had Brandon Anderson our logo artist and we had Jacob Keller my brother join us and we got to predict discuss speculate and do all sorts of crazy fun things with that in a previous podcast episode so go back and listen to that if you have not done so but like I said tonight we're focusing in on chapter seven for the Mandalorian and with me as always is my co-host Nolan Ferris Nolan what up what's going on how you doing I'm doing good are you I'm, I'm doing good it's, I'm ready it, to dive into this it's yeah it's a great great time to be a Star Wars fan and I'm so pumped with everything that's going on for yeah, us right now for sure now we both have seen the rise of Skywalker yeah and we went and saw it last night yep and open a night yep and we had a huge we we actually had a big group with us yeah we that did. was that was really fun that yeah, was really it was fun. it was a good time and uh I'll say this I'm not gonna spoil anything and this show is not gonna spoil anything for that yeah, movie so no, absolutely definitely not. keep listening but I'll say this don't believe what you hear about it. Yeah. Go develop your own opinions yep. about it before you look at any reviews. Yeah, I recommend anyone out there to go and create your own opinions, ignore the critics, ignore the fans. Listen to our preview about yeah. it and then we will be dropping a review about it soon. But so stay posted for that. Yeah. So we just wanted to quickly mention that because like you said, we do want to do a review where we're hopefully going to bring on somebody new. Yeah, and we're also probably gonna have some people that you have heard before, because I really want that to be a big panel where yeah. we just have fun with it. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a lot of fun because it's it's wrap it wraps up the Star Wars or the uh, Skywalker saga, so it'll be it'll be fun to talk about. Absolutely. So this title for the Mandalorian episode that came out on Wednesday, but we are recording like normal on Friday, was right. titled "The Reckoning," and overall. I loved this episode from beginning to end. It was my great. number one episode so far in the season. See, that's how I felt too. And the only one that I think comes close to it is chapter three. Chapter three was definitely good, but this was my number one. And I, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you, yeah, because for one, I know now that the the child Baby Yoda is not as childish as you as you would think right. he know i think he's more competent in the force than absolutely than, than we know yeah so and and we see that you know in the, in the middle of the episode sort of the second act i guess you would say yeah um but yeah that was i guess that's the reason i like this episode so much yeah. because i'm a big fan of the force and you know, getting to see it being used. Right. So, no, force, I agree force with users you. and everything. And I think just for me, this was one of my favorites, if not the favorite, because we get a lot of payoffs in this, because we yeah. get to see all these characters come back that we have seen throughout the season, and we finally get a huge payoff. Because we talked about last week, we didn't necessarily like Chapter 6, uh, because yeah. we just it weren't get, we, we weren't getting the big payoffs that we were expecting, but we got it this week finally. Yeah, well, I mean, we still don't know who who walked up to uh, the oh, dead I bounty hunter. Her name. Well, I you know, we speculated name. that uh, when we had, uh, I think who, who was it, Brandon Anderson on. Yeah, I we think had him Brandon on the panel. With us. Yeah, that day, 
and because uh, it was his his uh, speculation that it was Boba Fett that walked up to the dead bounty hunter. Yeah, and was uh, her name Finnick? Yeah, Finnick. Yeah, Finnick. Yeah, okay. yeah, and so yeah, that was uh, we still don't know about that. Yeah. I'm, so maybe later, think, yeah. later in this episode, maybe we'll get into that speculation as as to when we'll get payoff for that. Okay. But for right now, let's go ahead and dig into the recap of the episode just real quick. Yeah. We kind of want to do this a little bit quicker than normal, but we say that always. I feel like, and we'll see kind of how it yeah, goes. That's we we just really hit the record button and we go with it. Really, pretty much. Yeah. So we start. I think this was important to note. I wrote it down for a note for us to talk about. Was that in the recap? We see literally every important character, every important detail from throughout the season, and that's a big payoff for this episode. Yeah, so it kind of goes back through almost every episode to where we see the main, the main co-host, I guess you would say, of that episode, or the like the side character, yeah, like the, the side character. character. Yeah, so it was like the Mandalorian, and then who that episode was going to be about. Yeah, so we had IG Eleven. Uh, grief the Karga. grief Karga, the emperor dude, or the not the emperor, but the, the imperial, imperial yep. dude. Um, did we ever get his name in this episode? I don't think we did. I'm, I, I'm still referring to him as Warner Herzog's character. Yeah, Warner. <laughs> yeah, but it covers everybody. Um, yeah, it touches Kara, yep. Cardoon. So, and then uh, Quill. We find out. He, yep. Is that the first time we find out? That's his the name? first time he says it, but. That bobblehead that's been sitting over there, it's had it on there. People yeah, have known Quill. people yeah. have known about his name, but that's just the first time they've referenced it. Okay. In yeah. the in the actual episode. But we after that recap we get into what's gonna kick start this entire episode, and that is a message that Grief Karga sends to the Mandalorian yeah. where he offers a deal to get him to come back to Navarro to well, what we think is to Get rid of the, all the Imperials that are around that's what, because yeah, it's that's messing with the guild. That's what he says. And my first thoughts were kind of questionable about that. But I don't know. I, I didn't really look into it that much. And maybe that's me just wanting it to be true. But um, I just I felt fishy as soon as he started yeah, talking. Yeah, because like you go from shooting at each other now and now he wants a favor. So right. my, my, I was a little bit questionable about yep. that. But his reaction to that was, all right. Let me go get my crew together, and yeah. we finally get the Squad. payoff of seeing everybody that yeah. we saw in the past, all the characters. He first goes to Kara. Yeah, she, on the same planet, uh, Sorgan. Yeah, see, I thought she left. I think we actually talked about that in her episode where thought we, we thought did. that she left that planet. Well, she had like a backpack at the uh, right. end of, what was what chapter was that? Was that chapter four? Chapter four, yeah. Yep. So I thought, like, she had a backpack, so I thought she was packed up and moving out. Yeah. But it was funny because in this episode, or in that scene, when they're in, like, the little cantina sort of restaurant Yeah, the place, restaurant, yeah. They were, like, MMA fight. She was MMA fighting with I know, that, was, that was really cool. It was, like, and, a tie back to what her actual career was. Yeah, <laughs> in MMA. And so, and I, I noticed, like, when she had him wrapped around, when whatever the rope was wrapped yeah. around his neck, he tapped out on his right. belt to yeah. get it to go away. See, that would be a really cool tech for them to introduce in our world because that would avoid Floyd Mayweather always avoiding his opponent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, running around the ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me. But, yeah, so that's uh, – they went back to Sorgan, and he picked her up, and then they went uh, – well, he said he's got to find somebody to watch the kid. Yeah, so – Or she, she says that. He picks her up, and they kind of, like, talk back and forward to each other. They build that relationship a little bit more, and they decide that they need someone else to protect the child. And the way he gets her to go 
Like she was kind of hesitant about yeah. going, and then he's like, "Well, he's an imperial." And right. She's, she's like, oh, "I'm in." And yeah, I thought that they, was kind of easy. They how, talk for like I a think good they, that was ten too minutes. Easy. They talk for like ten minutes, and then at the last sentence, he's like, "They're not guild members. They're imperial. They're imperial. He's, yeah, he's an he's an imp or and something." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm in." Yeah, I thought <laughs> I don't know. I thought that could have used some work as far as the directing yeah. or, or writing. Well, at least. I was good with it just because it shows her anger right for the imperial yeah see we still don't have answers for that as well other than she was just a rebel soldier but yeah like i think there's gonna be more to that that we get well i mean she says in that scene that she's lived several lives and most of them carry life sentences so yeah we'll see with that yeah but i mean they got uh so then she's like well i gotta find or we need somebody to watch the kid yeah and then she's like do you have anybody that you trust and of course he goes back to the only person that that he's had an interaction with that hasn't taken payment w- from him. Right. And I think that's pretty important. important. Yeah, that is important. I think. I agree with you. He's the only person that had that has had an encounter with that hasn't had payment from him. Yeah. And so, obviously, that's the person he trusts the most. Yeah, man, who you're referencing to is Quill. Quill, yeah. Do we... I forget the planet name. Yeah, I can't remember it either. But it's the sandy planet where we Where Baby Yoda was found. In chapter one, right. Yeah. And... In chapter one, Mandalorian runs into IG-11 on his way to get Baby Yoda, yeah. and we believed that IG-11 was blasted and yeah. roasted and left to die, but th- so, here yeah. in this episode, we find out that Quill went back to get him yeah. and has now reprogrammed. Yeah, he's just he's reprogrammed him totally. Uh, we don't really know the end of his story yet, but um, mm-hmm. that's some speculation we can talk yeah, about at the that's end. That's later, but. for sure. I mean, so he says he's reprogrammed him, but you still see the hesitation from Kara and, and the, Mandalorian. the Mandalorian Mando yeah. because you know they're he was programmed to kill the child. That's what his programming was. Yeah, and I don't know about that one. Well, see, I, just, I don't. They, they can you reprogram it. it all out of him though? Because it, like the Mandalorian says, know. that goes against his nature. Right. It's going to be some, I think it's going to be something that comes back up because they're making it so tense in every single scene yeah. that IG-11's in. Well, let's let's skip that part and we'll come okay. back to that at the end. Yeah. And so the Mandalorian's out there talking to Quill and he's like, well, I'll come with you, but my Blurgs are coming and IG-11's coming. So yeah. they leave. That Mandalorian was like, well, I, and then he says, well, I have spoken. Yeah, he does. That's and awesome. I was, <laughs> I was so pumped when I heard that. Yeah. And so... They leave and they head out to Navarro, which is the planet where the guild is. Right, like uh, Grief Karga is where the Mandalorians used to be. Yeah, at least we think. Yeah, so yeah, I guess they had to relocate somewhere, and we still don't know where that is either. Yep. Now, before they get to that planet, though, they're on that ship, and we see the Mandalorian and Kara arm wrestling. Yeah. And we see a pretty interesting plot detail there where Baby Yoda gets really defensive and yeah, he's protecting he's protect the Mandalorian. <laughs> and he full on force chokes Kara. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, we're used to seeing Yoda as a Jedi. Yeah. Doing good things. Doing good things. And uh, a force choke is not a characteristic of a Jedi. A Jedi is, is only not. supposed to use their the force capabilities for defense. Right. And. To see Baby Yoda use a force choke is interesting. Yeah, I think I think so too. And it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't see him 
eventually going like dark side or no. anything. No, oh, that would be crazy. It's just kind of like, it's just really showing that he is very well tuned into the force. Yeah. And he can, cha- I think he can channel any power that he wanted to. It's just up to him as to, once which, he develops yeah. and gets older, which powers he maintains to use. Yeah, I agree. Now, this leads to Quill getting really defensive about his past that I yeah. thought was really interesting because he was enslaved by the Empire, mm-hmm. and Kara doesn't like that because she feels like he spent his time serving the Empire while she was trying to defeat it. Defeat him, yeah. Because she was a, a, what? A shock trooper? A shock trooper, yeah. yeah, a jumper. Now, what does that tattoo mean? Because they talk about that multiple times. Like a dropper. Dropper. Dro- dropper is yeah. what it's called. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What is that? Uh, beats me. Yeah. We need to look that up. Yeah, we do. So we'll try to have that answer for you at the end of the show. Yeah, We're hopefully. We're going to look that we'll, up. We'll look into that. We'll try to answer what dropper <laughs> necessarily means for tro- for the shock troopers and for rebellion just in general. Yeah. Um. But after they argue... Okay, I put this in the note, too, for us to talk about. IG-11 offers both of them food, and I think there was kind of like two things there to talk about from that. Number one, well, he can't really eat food in front of other people because it would require him to take his helmet off. I did not even I did not even think about that, but that's true. And then yeah. number two, I don't think he just trusts taking food from a droid. No, I think that's what I got from it. I thought I didn't think about the helmet thing, but that's interesting that you said that because that's true. Uh so I didn't get that part, but I did get the part as far as he was still hesitant. Yeah, from that's the only yeah. reason why I included that in our notes there for us to just discuss real quick. And that prepares us to get to Navarro, where Grief Cargo wanted to meet in a very remote area, which sets up this fishy little trap that I yeah. that we both kind of suspected yeah. at the beginning. I didn't want to think it was true, but but when he landed in this remote area, it, I I saw it coming. Yeah, and they finally come out of the ship, and it's just so tense. Like, yeah, with them, he's got a squad. Mando's got a squad, and they're just yeah dead eyeing each other. This this chapter also should have been called standoff because <laughs> yeah. there were so many standoffs in it. Yeah, there were. I mean, there was one at the beginning. One there in was the middle. One in the middle, one and at then the end. one at the end. <laughs> the big one at the end. It should have been called standoff. <laughs> the standoff. <laughs> yeah. So. um yeah, so then they go back and forth, and Grief Cargo wants to see the baby and everything. Yep. So and they finally get on the road. They leave IG-11 in the ship. Yeah, which I think we might talk about it. We'll talk about talk it Talk about that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they leave IG-11 in the ship, and the, and uh, another thing to note, the blurgs that, that Quill brought, they're all riding those. Yeah. Which I didn't see. I didn't see that coming. That but they would come off that of they the would original come planet. off the razor no come off of the razor crest right. riding them gotcha so I thought that was cool yeah that was cool because we get that call back just to chapter one where well it kind of reminds me of like a western where well, they're now, riding out up. on their horses did we just discover a plot hole because it took Mando it took the Mandalorian a couple days to train to ride one of those and Kara can just do it just did it hmm. That's something I didn't even think about till we were just talking. Hmm. Or, know. or was it that they each individually had to be tamed? Yeah, I think the, I think the uh, it was just breaking them because the, it would like be breaking a bronco, right, or a wild horse. You yeah. get them and then you have to break them. And I think that's what Mandalorian was doing. Because so was the was the blurry that was that was attacking the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's in chapter the one. one. A wild one. Yeah, it wasn't one that Mm-mm. the uh, that. 
Quill had already. I don't got, think so. Okay. See. Okay. Yeah, that, I think it, I think it was a wild blurt because Quill at the end he says, you know what? I don't need any payment. Just I'll take the two blurgs. You know, yeah. the two blurgs are going to be payments for right. me because Mandalorian tamed the two blurgs yeah. or broke them. To, okay. For for work. All right. I'm glad we talked that out because that could have been some first plot hole that I could think of with the show. Yeah. But, not. Um, I think not. they. Were, I think once they're tamed, they're going to be like a you know a horse. riding horse. Yeah. yeah. So. And I thought that was cool that they come out of the ship and then they like everybody was in the lines. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a standoff with them on the horses or very western like. Yeah, it was very western like. But then they get on the road with it. And the next scene they come up to is like them at a campfire, I guess that night. Again, more western vibes, but more western vibes. They're sitting at the campfire so with much. the rotisserie. I'm loving that. Oh, it's, it's, vibe yeah, so it's much. good. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like a good western? Yeah. With blasters. Absolutely. <laughs> and now force users. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh so that's when we see these bird like pterodactyl looking things. Yeah. We and they attack the group. So I'll go ahead and say it's probably just my own my own headcanon that I wanted it to be. The first time I watched it, which was on Wednesday night, I was like, Are those mythosaurs? No way. And uh, now I'm saying no, but I really, really wished that they had been. They would so, have to be like hatchlings. Maybe like, so it kind of like Game of Thrones again. I feel like, again, this is another week where I'm referencing the show. Yeah. But the beginning of that show, dragons are first in an egg, and then they get hatched, and then they're these small little dragons, and throughout the show they get bigger and bigger and bigger. Spoilers it, for that if it, you haven't watched it. It gets ready for... The last season, to where they're full grown. I think these were just birds. Okay, like space birds that are really mean. No, I no, I agree. <laughs> it was just like my own head cannon yeah. where I wanted it to be that. Yeah, but I don't think it is. Now these are some kind of predator birds, and yeah. they uh they attack the group. They carry one of the uh the guild members off that that uh yeah. grief cargo brings with him. And so grief cargo brings three. We didn't talk about that. Grief cargo brings three of the yeah. bounty hunters. Which if you've watched the episode, then you know that. Yeah, you've seen it. And so he carries one of them off. So that only leaves two, and then he kills two of the blurgs. Yeah, he t- first one of them they take away completely, and Carried then the off. second the other one, one got, was just like trampled. Kara yeah. shot the bird. Yep, and then. Like, I guess he died or whatever. Yeah. Now, I thought this scene was but awesome. But Karga got injured during the, his arm yeah. got cut or whatever. I think the scene, just with, like, all the rounds being blasted off in the night. Yes. And you could see, like, it, it go from completely dark to completely bright, completely dark, completely bright, over and over and over again yeah. with each round that's being shot. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. It, yeah. You know what it reminded Strobe me effect. of? It reminded me of Attack of the Clones when Anakin was fighting Count Dooku. When it was like dark, and then when the lightsaber would swing by, it would be light back and forward. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, just a visual. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, so grief car gets hurt, and then we see another. Um, I guess what would you call that? Virtue of Baby Yoda, skill, skill. Yeah, skill. So he he heals Baby or uh, grief Karga's arm. Yeah, force heal. Force heal it. Which, if you're big into Star Wars video games like I was when I was little, this is a skill that is in Jedi Knight Outcast, I believe it's called, or Outcast 2, or Jedi Knight Academy is the one that I played. There's another one that a bunch of other people played, but I was just 
too young to play it at the time. This but is the first time it's been on film. First time on screen that we've seen Force Hill. Yeah. And it was really cool to see as yeah. far as I agree. on screen. But we have seen it in video games before. So I wasn't like really surprised to see it be done just yeah. because I knew it was something. Now, have, since that's the first time you've ever seen it, what did you think? Honestly, man, I took, I mean, it took me all the way back to episode three when the Emperor or Darth Sidious, uh, Palpatine was talking to Anakin, good yeah. Anakin, about being able to use the Force to save the ones you love. And he's talking about Darth Plagueis had that had that skill. So it made me think of a dark side skill okay. where you can, because a, a Force heal, that's what I kind of think of as like as a dark side skill right. because well you only see the Jedi they're only supposed to use the force to defend right. not save well and I, I think, think when you because I think Baby Yoda has feelings and Jedi are not yeah. supposed to have feelings they're supposed to have compassion well he has compassion because it's someone yeah. that's supposed to be an enemy for the Mandalorian that he exactly. just did that for yeah I guess you're right so I, I know just based off the video game it's a light side trait but that video game is no longer canon. Yeah. But I'm assuming they're sticking with that. I'm. I would assume. I think Force Hill is a light side trait. I think for dark side users to do something like that, it's more like machine like than using the Force. Hmm. I mean, I don't. I don't know. This is just the first time I've seen it, and yeah. when I saw it, I was like. Hmm. And then it took me right back to, you know, you can save the ones you... Manipulating... You know, manipulating midichlorians yeah. and everything. But I I don't know if that's this or not. So... Good but point. anyways, he, he heals Grief Karga, and then the next scene they go to is when they're walking down the, uh, the what, you know, the cliff. They get to a big yeah, cliff. Yeah, they get to the cliff where they can finally see the city that they're trying to get to. Right. And Grief Karga's like, well, this is it. And he turns and, around and blasts the and two guild members. And when he says, well, this is it, it looks like the other two guild members are ready to shoot yeah. Kara and And that's Mando. where the trap is revealed. Yeah. So originally, all along, Grief Karga had planned on getting them that close to finally just kill him mm -hmm. and take Baby Yoda the rest of the way. But it turns out that because Baby Yoda saved him, Grief Karga now feels like... Pulled well, on his heartstrings This a is bit. amazing. I... I have to be a part of this. I owe my life to this creature now. Yeah. I need to be, I need to do something to help them out. Right. And so he blasts the two guild members and saves Mandalorian and Cardoon. And then they come up with a plan to actually execute what the Mandalorian is there to do, right. which is kill the imp, the empire, the imperial officer, people that are there. And so. Cause Their plan is is for Quill to take Baby Yoda back right. to the ship mm -hmm. and uh, wait await orders, I guess. Yeah, and then and didn't he mention something about some? Oh, lock down the ship, down like a procedure he to said, where no yeah. one can get in. He said nothing on this planet will be able to penetrate yeah. it. That's in that was some I didn't know that was a thing. Well, see that ship, the Razor Crest, is pre Empire, right? So we we learned from the last episode. That it's not on any radars of the empires and like any radars. Ghost. It's a ghost ship, yeah. So I thought that was cool. So I think we're going to figure out a lot more things about this ship that it can do. Yeah, they're trying to build not it up. many ships can do. Um, but their plan is is for Quill to take the child and go back to the ship and wait orders, and then 
he rides the last blurg off. Yep. Because there's only one left. There's only one left at this point. And then um, Cara Dune is going to act like he captured the child and baby er, and uh, the Mandalorian. So they keep the uh, the little crib there. For to him. make it look like he's in To make in it look there. like he's in it. But Quill had fabricated it where the lid shuts, so it's not obvious that there's it, that it's empty. Right. And uh, so they're going to plan on, Cardoon is going to act like she brought the Mandalorian and the child in, and Grief Karga is going to act like he's introducing her to the the imp. Right. That he was kind of like just the main lead in it. Like yeah. maybe he instructed Cara to go find him or something. Yeah. Just for him to look like he was going to get the reward out of it in the end. But that kind of gets us ready for the big finale of this episode. We get to see them get into the city where there's some good dialogue there in between those scout troopers, scout troopers yeah. and Grief Karga awesome. and Mando and all them. And then they finally get to Warner Herzog's character, which they've changed locations, but they've completely taken control of the city. So at this point, I don't think it matters. Well, that, where they're at, where they go and meet the imp is oh, in. That's where the, the guild was. That's where Grief Karga sat yeah. at that table, the same table that yeah. they sat at again. I, I knew that after watching it the first time, but when we watched it right before we that's recorded like this, that's like the little cantina in that town. Yeah. Yeah. And so they sit down at the table, and... Uh, uh, the imp is talking about how the Mandalorian's armor is beautiful and how it's it needs to be in the hands of the people th- that it's native to, yeah. and it's it's pretty much awesome when um, when he's talking about how it's crafted. Yeah, and in this, it's I loved this conversation because it gets into again like the political and worldly aspect that the galaxy is currently in. Because he says that awesome line that's been in trailers before where he's like, is the world more peaceful ever since the Empire's been defeated? And we've seen that it's not. So to new listeners and people that don't know, The Mandalorian is set five years after Episode Six, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. It's set five years after that, so... The new, or I guess, would it be the New Republic? The New Republic. The New Republic is the leading force in Top the galaxy right, right, right that now. That we think. And what we speculate, I guess we know that the First Order is going to be developed in the unknown regions. Eventually. Eventually. Or the Outer Rim. Yeah, that's un- in a book out regions. there somewhere. Yeah. They're, they're building their forces, but right now the New Republic is the top dog in the galaxy. Yes. Yeah, so they're sitting there talking about that, and then um, Grief Karga, no, it was uh, the Im- Imperial guy, mm-hmm. the Imperial officer. He says, let me see the baby. Yeah. And uh, Grief Karga's like, ah, well, he's sleeping, you know. I can't can't, <laughs> can't show you because he's <laughs> really hey, not there. Hey, never wake a sleeping baby. Never wake a sleeping baby. <laughs> and, and I thought it was funny. He said, well, we'll be quiet. We'll all be quiet. <laughs> and then, Yeah. Then, I wish uh, I could do his voice. I wish I could do an impression. The storm uh, of, of the imp. What is it, German or something? I don't know, but it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> it's close to the yeah. emperor, like as in recognizable. Oh, it's it's recognizable. But I would say that it's not sure. as epic as the emperor. But yeah. Anyway, I I wish I could just sound like him, yeah. so I could do copy of him. <laughs> yeah, imitation. Yeah. So the transmission that Warner Herzog's character got 
was from Moff Gideon, which this is the introduction of this character that we've been talking about Finally. as Gus Freen from Breaking Finally. Bad and all that. <laughs> yeah. So it's a transmission of him, and he was pretty much saying, hey, you need to check the baby because he's not there. Yeah. And I don't know how he, he knows knew. everything. He knows everything that's going on. Well, what he doesn't know is that, like, that's not how he figured out that Baby Yoda wasn't there, I don't think. Oh, I think there's something else. Do you think? We'll get into that speculation. Let's just get yeah, this, let's let's just get this recap. Review, recap over. Uh, so that happens, and then I guess he motions. You see him throw his hand up as far as Moff Gideon. He throws his hands up like a little bit. Motions. Like he motions, and then everybody starts going crazy. Like blasters go off, and they kill Werner Herzog's character. Yeah. They kill all the storm stormtroopers in the room, yep. and and that's kind of the the last standoff that we see there. Yeah, with the Mandalorian, Kara, and Grief Karga. Yeah, and then everybody outside, and the people outside. This was probably my favorite part of the whole episode because we get a throwback to was it Rogue One? Rogue One, where we see the Death Troopers. Yeah, they were really cool to see. Yeah, that was awesome to see the Death Troopers again. Now. And they're the ones in the black. That's what they're called is the Death Troopers. Have you know. noticed Have you noticed the difference between the stormtroopers outside versus the ones that were in? Yeah. The stormtroopers outside weren't they wearing like first order Mm-mm. apparel? No. So they were, they were also wearing imperial, but if you notice the stormtroopers on the inside all of their gear armor was all just worn out beat up you could tell that it was oh, okay yeah, yeah. like maybe that's why i thought it, empire maybe that's why i thought it and was the every uh, single stormtrooper that's outside order. looks fresh and fresh, clean yeah. and i think that's kind of important moving forward that there's something going on here to where they're well they have more out. they have more than just blasters i mean so that's kind of where it ends is like the picture right there and then the tie fighter flies in with Moff Gideon in it, yeah. And this was awesome too because this is the first time we see a Tie Fighter land with landing gear. Yeah, it like folds into a flat platform or something. Yeah, the it wings folds float, in, fold in, and, and then a landing it gear. Lands. Like it lands on the, the base of it, mm-hmm. and then Moff cool. Gideon like That's the first time in Star Wars. It that looks we've like seen a that. kind of an elevator type of thing that brings mm-hmm. him up to the top. Yeah, and then he just casually walks down and looks awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. And then he's talking to the Mandalorian. Now, meanwhile, all of this is going on. Mandalorian's trying to communicate with Quill. Yeah. And somehow, the stormtroopers are able to hear their communication, which I'm unsure why that's even possible. I mean, he was just on a regular um, transmitter, I guess. Maybe they picked up the frequency or whatever. Possibly. I don't know. It was a scout trooper that picked it up, and then they jumped on their speeders and headed after Quill and Baby Yoda. Yeah, which... Do we want to go ahead and talk yeah, about that? Yeah, I mean, All we're right. at the end, so yeah. So they, uh, so the speed, the two scout troopers and uh, are on their speeders and they're rushing after Quill and Baby Yoda. Yep. And all we know is at the end is Quill looks dead. He looks fried. I mean, he's smoking. Yeah. If he's not dead, he they missed a good opportunity for it. No, I I think that's it. Or else I feel like it'd but be here's really the thing. unmeaningful. Here's the thing I want to talk about, and I guess we can go ahead and open up the speculation because we're kind of done. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's the thing I want to talk about. 
the last scene we get before we see Quill laying on the ground is the door, the back door of the Razor Crest opening. So where is IG-11? He's inside the ship, I think. He's supposed to be. Well, you see the back gate of the the Razor Crest open, and then the next scene you see of Quill is he's laying dead. Yeah. And Baby Yoda's dead. You think so IG-11? My conspiracy. Okay. And I know speculation, speculation, conspiracy. I know whatever. It doesn't matter <laughs> to me. But um, my speculation is, IG Eleven was just playing the good guy. I think there's more to IG Eleven than you think, and I think that the person that sent IG Eleven on the quest to find Baby Yoda in the first place to kill Baby Yoda in the first place was Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. I and I think he, I can I see think that IG Eleven is still reporting to Moff Gideon. See, I think that. I but I don't want to talk about Quill's craftsmanship either because, I mean, that's, you know, that was a big thing that they made. Yeah, it was. Was his craftsmanship was what won him his freedom. Right. Like a gladiator, I guess. Well, do you think that, because we never see the scout troopers shoot Quill, do you think no. it was IG-11 that stepped yeah. out of the ship to kill him? I sure do. That's interesting. I do, but I don't know where he is. It, we never see the last time we see IG Eleven is when he kind of comes to Quill's defense when they're arguing about uh, Quill's past. That's yeah. it. No, I like that. Somehow, either IG Eleven is the one that's informing Moff Gideon of everything. That exactly. way, he's the one that knows. Because yeah. that's what I thought as soon as I watched it. I was like, IG Eleven somehow communicating to Moff Gideon because well, Gideon the thing, knows like, literally everything that's happening to the T. What Gideon didn't know is that Quill had Baby Yoda and was back was headed back to the ship i don't know because moff gideon whenever they're in that stare down he says he's soon gonna be in my hands as they're chasing him so it's like he knows that they're out there getting the job done for him hmm. well let me ask you this do you think moff gideon's a force user no i don't you don't because mm -mm. that wouldn't bring a lot of sense of why he knows everything no i think it's just ig11 I think IG Eleven's been informing him, and IG he he's so I think he's saying I know he's fixing to be in my hands because I know IG Eleven's fixing to step out of the ship and shoot Quill. Hmm. Because he's been communicating with me of yeah. their plan. I know that he's in the Razor Crest. I know that regardless if my scout troopers catch him or not, IG Eleven's going to step out and shoot him, and yeah. then we're going to get that's what the I think's going to happen. That's what I think's going to happen. I think that's a very valid point, and I think it's very plausible to happen. Okay, and so another thing I thought about, we've never we've yet to see the Mandalorian walk out of the door from the trailer and shoot and the, shooting stormtroopers. I, that was another that was something I was going to bring up. That's something we haven't seen yet and it's still something that we saw in a trailer that we haven't seen in the season at well, all. Well, I thought when he walked in and, and you know, you hear when everybody was replaced with stormtroopers in this town. Yeah. I thought that we were going to see it, but now I'm still assuming we're going to see that. I think it'll happen. But it was different than what I was thinking at first. Yeah. But, I mean. Well, let's speculate. How, how do, do you think he's going to get out of this? Yeah, that's what I was fixing to say. How do you, how do we get out of this? Is my Do the Mandalorians show up again? Or is that just a cop-out at this point? 
Okay. I'm going to give you some more non-serious speculation. This okay. is not serious so at all. This for is funds. a joke. This is for fun. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon shows up <laughs> and they start blasting. Yeah, and <laughs> not Luke, serious. Luke and Han and <laughs> yeah. Leia are here to yeah. save the day. Yeah. And he's introduced to... Oh, it would be cool to see a lightsaber, though. Or what if you saw Boba Fett show up? Ooh. To get the payoff for the from season chapter ender? five. Because everyone out there, our own logo artists speculated, and we started to agree with them. And then once we got off the show, we started researching to verify, like, was Brandon just talking crazy, or yeah. are people out there thinking it? And everyone out there is thinking Everyone Boba was Fett. thinking it. It was, like, this chapter almost five, it chapter was 90% five. confirmed on so many sources. Yeah. So, so would that it. be the one that comes to save the day? Uh, what I'm hoping is the Mandalorians didn't move on. See, I don't... I'll, okay, I'll say I maybe want, they were trying to, and then the Imperials, came, uh, the all the Imperial forces came, yeah. and kind of had to. They had to hunker them back down. I want to see the Mandalorians in this last episode, but I don't want it to be the same plot point where they have where to they save just, the day, save yeah, the day, come out and save the day. You know what I mean? I want it uh, yeah. to be something different. Yeah, and I want to honestly see. I know right now it seems completely impossible. I want to see the Mandalorian and Kara take out a bunch of stormtroopers. To close off the season. Well, that's the thing we didn't get. Like, this episode was really great, but we didn't see a lot of action, action from the Mandalorian. Other than all. just fighting those creatures that were yeah. flying. I mean, he and he almost got taken himself because of that. Right. We didn't see a lot of action from him at all, other than that, and that was it. Yeah. It was mostly... I think we're going to see a Baby lot. Baby Yoda and... I think we're going to see a lot of action in this last episode. I can't believe we're already at the last episode. I know. It's crazy. But, I mean, for this le last episode, what do you want to see and what do you think is going to happen? What do you want to see and then what do you think is going to happen? So, I want to see the Mandalorians, not necessarily in, in action, just a hint at where they're at for next season. Like, Even maybe at the end, like, like a flashback of where he's headed or, or, or a flash Maybe forward. it's like, I've gotten word that the Mandalorians are here. Yeah, and he blasts off, and he goes in that direction. Cut, cut the scene, and there's the end of the season. Yeah, something like that, or something I would still like to see. I keep I've said it in previous podcast episodes. I thought that this season was going to end with him taking the helmet off, but at this point, I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think they've teased it as much as I thought they were going to. Yeah, I don't, so I don't think we're going to see it this season. And I don't. I'm I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay yeah. with not seeing it this season. Because you got to leave room. Now. You got to leave room for next season, in yeah. my opinion. No, I agree. And and you know we've had a lot of character growth out of him this whole season, anyways. Yeah. And so what I'm wanting to see in this last episode is basically more action because this episode didn't have a lot of action. Yeah. It had more. It just uh, had a lot of payoff. That's why it was so yeah. good. It kind of like I know we talked about the previous episodes kind of being like video games and everything, but it tied the whole season together pretty yeah. much. Like all the characters from m the majority of the episodes came back to this one. Yeah. And that's where we're at right now going into the last episode, which is, which is a good thing. Yeah. Everyone that's been important from chapter one is in this at this point. Yeah. That haven't been killed off. Yeah. I agree with that. And so I'm wanting to see more action and I'm wanting to see, a big, huge tie back to the epi like previous episodes as far as movies 
oh, you Star Wars see, movie. Okay. I want to see Boba Fett or I want to see something bigger or something like that. See, another thing. I want to get more backstory on Baby Yoda. Another thing that I want to see is clarification on if that person was Boba Fett or not. Yeah. And we might not see that in this season. Yeah. But that's something huge to leave though, just right in the middle of the season with no payoff. Yeah. Well, who's the director of this last episode? Deborah Chow. So she was the oh, of the last one? Of the last one, yeah. Uh and I don't know how to say his name, but it's Taiki Watiti, I think. And he is the voice of IG eleven. Don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. He's the voice of IG eleven. He's the director of Thor Ragnarok. Okay. And he's directed and helped out on quite a bit of Marvel movies. Okay. So they're not... Well, I'm a big Marvel they're fan. They're not so bringing hopefully. in some no slouch. TV series director that they've had in previous episodes. This is yeah. a new director that I'm hoping that maybe that means it's a longer episode. To where if they're bringing in... It would be in, awesome if they're bringing in hour. this movie guy, this movie director, maybe yeah. it's a movie type episode. I mean, season finale, I think they should make it an hour. Yeah. Because it it's should be, be the a longest. long time before we see another one, which is really sad. And a week's long enough. Which now we have a week and a half to the next episode. So, well, from what, a week from today, it comes yeah. out next Friday. Comes but out next it's Friday. been a week and a half since we from drop to drop. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I, we'll see. I I really hope this last episode's epic. Yeah, I really want it to be, and I want another tie back. But I mean. I think that wraps us up as far as yeah. talking about it. I now, mean, I'm just ready There is for it. one question, though, I do have for you. Okay, hit me. Does Baby Yoda survive the season? Do we see him in next season? Yes. I think so, too. Because, and this is the reason I think, because he's a draw to non-Star Wars yes. fans. And that's the point I was going to make. Like, he has brought in so many yeah. new fans. So, at the brought beginning, Brought in yeah. new interest. And... I just don't see that being taken away this early. So at the beginning of the episode, my wife was like, I, you know, I told her, I was like, well, we're going to go over to Keller's and we're going to watch The Mandalorian. And then she was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then she's <laughs> when she saw Baby Yoda, she was like, okay, well, Star Wars might not be that bad. <laughs> and since then, she's become a Star Wars nut yeah. like all of us. So Baby we Yoda. We watched all the movies and everything. Yeah, Baby Yoda is doing this great thing for people out there. And it's introducing so many new people to Star Wars, yeah. and it's great to see. And it's perfect timing, too, because the conclusion of the Skywalker saga is coming to an end. It's a good time for people to be introduced to Star Wars, and it's also good that they get to see this new generation where it looks like they're focusing in on TV a lot because we yeah. don't know what the plan is for movies Everybody's at this point. into streaming right now. Yeah, it's a streaming so. wars, and... Disney Plus came out with a bang with this so, show. <laughs> yeah, speaking of streaming, stream us on Apple Podcast. Yep. Or uh what is it? Spotify. Apple Podcast. Find Spotify, a way to find a way Google to find podcast, us. Podcast. Anything that I can think of. Yeah. Whatever you're listening to us on us now. Listen. And then spread the word. Give Google us a, search, give us a like, give us a share. Google search Mando Talk and we pop up first. I found yeah. that out. We're we are now popping up first when we type in Mando Talk to yeah. Google. That's pretty cool. We're growing, <laughs> but grow with us and get your friends to uh to enjoy us as well. Yeah, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. I will say Facebook has become kind of our main platform because we've just been able to reach more and more people there and that's really what I wanted 
if you go back to our trailer episode where I discussed kind of what my mindset was for Mando Talk was to reach as many people out there as possible. That's my goal, and Facebook's kind of the platform where, where we do that the most. So make sure you hit us up there and follow us, like us, comment, do whatever you can. Just enjoy the way that Star Wars is going right now. It's a great time to be, to a, Star be a Star Wars, Wars fan, man. and yeah. I'm enjoying it so much. And I hate, I really hate that both the movies and this show are ending in the same time. Like, we don't... Yeah, so like now we're going to have, like, Star Wars withdrawals. Right. Until, I guess you I guess you can say February. I love the Clone Wars. It's just not the same Yeah, thing. I mean, you get a little bit of it, but it's not going to be the same as far as, you know, you're getting a lot of action-packed Star Wars when you're watching The Mandalorian and then you're watching the yeah. new movie and re-watching old movies. And to go to The Clone Wars, is, it's a little bit of a downfall. But yeah. um, I definitely check us out on whatever social media you have. And uh, I guess are we ready to close it out? Yeah, I'm ready to close it out. Have a great week. Have have a hi- happy holiday. Make sure yeah. you Merry in- Christmas to everybody us, out there. Include us in your Christmas traditions this year. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess for the last time, rest in peace, Quill. He has spoken. <laughs>